Hello, hi, welcome. I'm Liz Wheeler, this is The Liz Wheeler Show. So tonight on the show, I wanna talk about the fact that I know President Trump is going to run for president in 2024. I wanna talk about how I know. I'm going to tell you how I know that President Trump is going to run for president in 2024. I also wanna talk about this new narrative that the left is propagating in the wake of the FBI raiding Mar-a-Lago in Florida, raiding Trump's home. Today they're telling us that we can't call the raid a raid. It's a visit, the left tells us. It's not a raid. I also wanna talk about this narrative the left is propagating where they say, well, a judge had to sign off on a warrant here. It's not like this was rogue FBI agents who simply decided to target Trump to raid Mar-a-Lago. The left says, a judge had to sign the warrant, so there must be something there. We're gonna talk about that tonight. We're also gonna talk about Nancy Pelosi's response. Nancy Pelosi said, no one is above the law which is obviously laughable coming from her. We're gonna talk about Senator Tim Scott, a Republican, his response. He said, when he was asked, we should let this play out. He said that before he condemned what the FBI did to President Trump. We're also gonna talk about Mark Elias. Mark Elias, if there is a supervillain in our nation in politics, Mark Elias is the man. You probably can't even picture Mark Elias's face. You don't know his background, his history. He's not an elected official. He is one of the most powerful people in our country. He is the most dangerous politico in our entire country. He poses a bigger threat to our constitutional republic than anybody else inside the boundaries of the United States of America. And he exposed the real strategy behind what the FBI has done to President Trump by raiding Mar-a-Lago. We're gonna talk about that tonight. So let's dig in. So apparently we are not allowed to call the raid on Mar-a-Lago a raid, according to the latest leftist narrative. We're going to talk about that in just a second. But first, I want to talk to you about Nutrafol. I like Nutrafol because it's natural and it works. Win-win. We all know half the people who watch my show are balding men. No shame in that. There is a holistic solution for you that promotes both healthier hair and whole body wellness without drugs or prescriptions. It's called Nutrafol. Nutrafol is clinically shown to improve hair growth, thickness, and visible scalp coverage without compromise. And when I say without compromise, I'm talking about the fact that Nutrafol is made of 21 potent natural ingredients that actually support sex drive, not decrease it like some of the others. Better sleep and less stress too. In a clinical study, men showed progressive improvement in hair growth and thickness after three and six months. You can grow thicker, healthier hair, and you can support our show by going to Nutrafol.com. And if you enter my promo code, Liz, you will save $15 off your first month's subscription. This is their best offer anywhere. It's only available to US customers for a limited time. Plus, you'll get free shipping on every order. If you use my promo code, get $15 off at Nutrafol.com. It's spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code Liz. Nutrafol.com, promo code Liz. Simone Sanders who used to work for Kamala Harris and is one of the most powerful communications professionals that works in the democratic political operative, sent out a tweet, sent out this tweet. I wanna bring it up because I wanna quote this exactly. Bringing it up on Twitter. She said, please folks, 
Stop calling it a raid. What are we supposed to call it? What was this, Simone, if this wasn't a raid? This is the, this is the Democrats doing what the Democrats have been doing in our country for the last year. They are redefining words in an effort to alter reality. They are redefining words in an effort to create arbiters of truth and to position themselves as the arbiters of truth so that when they are fully installed as the people who tell us what the definition of words is, they are in fact in control of us. They are authoritarians over us. This is what Simone Sanders is doing. What happened at Mar-a-Lago is not a raid the same way that we are not in a recession in our nation. The same way that when I speak, my free speech is violence, but when Black Lives Matter burns down a city, their violence is free speech. The same way that Leah Thomas is a woman. Get a grip, get a grip. Like queer theory teachers who groom children aren't groomers. The same way that illegal aliens aren't actually illegal. Like unborn babies aren't human. This is a raid. But the fact that the Democrats are propagating this narrative shows that they finally understand that they overshot. They understand that what they did by weaponizing the power of the federal government, using the Federal Bureau of Investigation to raid the home, the private residence of the former president of the United States, who is also going to run for president in 2024, isn't going to do what they think or what they thought it would do. What it's actually doing is galvanizing the Republican electorate to the point that the left has to pretend that the raid they stage wasn't actually a raid. Why are they doing that? Well, to be authoritarians, to install themselves as the authoritarian arbiters of truth, but also to alter our reality, to try to tamp down our righteous indignation. It's not even righteous indignation, it's, it's just fury. I'm furious. The left is also telling us that this was not a rogue group of FBI agents that staged this raid. The left says a judge had to sign the warrant. So what point is the left trying to make when they say this? That there must be something legitimate in the warrant because there's no such thing as a corrupted judge? Who is the judge that signed off on this warrant? This guy's name is Judge Bruce Reinhardt. Have you ever heard of him? No, neither had I until I researched him. Who is Judge Bruce Reinhardt? Well, he signed the Mar-a-Lago raid warrant and he was a prosecutor on the 2007 Jeffrey Epstein case in Florida. That's the case where Jeffrey Epstein made a plea deal where he got off basically scot-free after the government made a very pitiful, pathetic effort to hold him accountable for his, the sexual abuse of young girls. Bruce Reinhardt was a prosecutor on that case. 
But in the middle of that case, he quit. Why did he quit? He quit to form his own law firm. He went from being a prosecutor to a defense attorney. And who were his first clients? He became a defense attorney for friends and employees of Jeffrey Epstein. These friends of Jeffrey Epstein ultimately got immunity. They were not held accountable by the law. What the heck? Bruce Reinhardt, who signed the Mar-a-Lago raid warrant, when he started his law firm, after he quit being a prosecutor and became a defense attorney, his law firm shared an address with Epstein's lead lawyer. But a judge signed the warrant, guys, on the raid on Mar-a-Lago. Oh, I'm sorry, not the raid. The visit that was paid to Donald Trump. Because every nice person, when they're paying someone a visit, comes with sirens blaring and lights flashing when the occupant of the, of the residence isn't home. But a judge signed this warrant. Show us the warrant. Show us every detail of this warrant. I wanna see, not just the warrant, I wanna see the attachments, what exactly, specifically, the scope of what was authorized to be searched. These warrants don't give authorization, typically, for a willy-nilly search of someone's property and premises and every detail of their life and their family and their business and their office. They're typically limited in scope. I wanna see that scope. I wanna see the affidavit or affidavits that supported the warrant. That means I wanna see who swore that there was probable cause that the FBI would find something that the FBI wanted to find. I wanna know who was behind that. And I wanna see this warrant without any redactions. Not a single sentence, not a single word, certainly not a single name blacked out, nothing. Let's talk for a second about the history of FBI warrants here. They had a warrant. The FBI had a warrant in 2016 to spy on Donald Trump. What is the FBI's history with warrants? Even Christopher Wray, the head of the FBI, admitted that the FISA court warrants that the FBI obtained to spy on Carter Page were fraudulent. There were four FISA court warrants that were obtained by the FBI. And we were told by the mainstream media, by Democrats, even by some Republicans, that, well, a judge had to sign off on that warrant. That means there must have been probable cause in that warrant. It wasn't just a rubber stamp. There was no lying or funny business inherent to that. Oh, really? The Office of the Inspector General later found 17 significant inaccuracies. This is what Christopher Wray answered when he was questioned about this by Congressman John Ratcliffe. This is Ratcliffe. Quote, the report of the Office of the Inspector General acknowledges that this was illegal surveillance with respect to at least several of these FISA applications because there was not probable cause or 
proper predication, correct? Ray responds, right. This is the history of the FBI and how they handle warrants. The same FBI that lied on FISA court warrants in order to spy on Donald Trump and everyone in Donald Trump's orbit, you trust them now to do things on the up and up just because a judge gave a rubber stamp, a judge who is seems like the weirdest guy on the face of the earth, really, really suspect to be prosecuting Jeffrey Epstein and then suddenly to quit and to start working for Jeffrey Epstein's friends. Yeah, that's not suspect. That's not shady. The left says, but a judge had to sign the warrant. That means that you shouldn't question what's happening here. And Pelosi's response. First, I wanna talk to you about Beam Organics. I like Beam Organics because finally a sleep product that is both natural and effective. We all know that poor sleep can cause weight gain, mood issues, poor mental health, and lower productivity. Well, a better tomorrow starts tonight. I'd like to introduce you to Beam Dream. Beam is the world's most innovative functional wellness brand with unique products for everything from sleep to recovery. And today you get a special discount available for Beam's sleep product. It's called Dream Powder. It's their best-selling healthy hot cocoa. It contains natural sleep-promoting premium ingredients. It's triple lab tested, no THC, and you wake up refreshed. In fact, 98% of people surveyed fall asleep faster when taking Beam Dream, and 99% of people experience better sleep quality. You just mix Beam Dream into hot water or milk, stir it, and enjoy 30 minutes before bedtime. You can get your money back guaranteed if you're not satisfied. For a limited time, get $20 off when you go to beamorganics.com slash Liz if you use my promo code Liz at checkout. That's B-E-A-M organics.com slash Liz and use code Liz for $20 off at checkout. Beamorganics.com slash Liz. Nancy Pelosi was asked to respond to the FBI raiding Mar-a-Lago and... It's, it's funny to me to watch this woman because it doesn't matter how despicable she is. It doesn't matter how evil she is, how often she lies. The fact that she almost started a third world war by visiting Taiwan, angering the Chinese communists, not because she stands with Taiwan, not because she's opposed to the ideology of the Chinese Communist Party, but because she wants to distract the American people, the voters, from what the Democrats have inflicted on us. Inflation, gas prices, food shortages, supply chain crises, violence across the nation, a border that's simply teeming with cartels and possibly terrorists. And when she was asked about President Trump, this is what she said. Well, I, I've, I, as others, learned on my phone that that had happened, so I don't know very much about it. Uh, but again, I'm sure that uh, information will be revealed, and when it does, we'll find out what they were looking for. It seems to have something to do with presidential documents, but I really am not in a position to talk about it because all I know is what's in the public domain. Does it strike you as a, a pretty serious step for the Justice Department to take? Yes, I think it does. I, I, I was questioning it because all I saw on my phone was that Donald Trump said that the, uh, uh, the visit took place and described it in pretty harsh terms. It would be interesting to find out exactly uh, what the warrant was in order to have 
what, what the order was to have a search warrant and for what purpose. Before but again, we can only speculate. And before we leave it, I just want to mention House Republican leader, your counterpart, Kevin McCarthy, put out a statement responding to the search. And he said, in part, when Republicans take back the House, we will conduct immediate oversight of this Justice Department. Attorney General Garland, preserve your documents and clear your calendar. Do you have a response? Well, first of all, I think the Democrats are going to win the House. We've been prepared for it. Uh, for a long time, and now with what Ro what's happening with Roe v. Wade and uh, the legislation that we are passing, I think that uh, whatever it, the leader is saying is probably idle. But nonetheless, uh, we believe in the rule of law, and that's what our country is about, and no person is above the law, not even the President of the United States, not even a former President of the United States. My favorite part of that video is actually halfway through when she's describing the raid, but she won't use the word raid, and she can't think of another accurately descriptive word for what happened. So she goes, the, 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 the visit, and her voice goes up at the end of visit, like you would do if you were, if you were asking a question, putting a question mark on that word. She had a hard time repeating the party narrative because she knows, just like you know, just like I know, because you guys, we're not stupid. We can see what we see with our eyes. We know a raid when we see a raid. Nancy Pelosi also knows a raid when she sees a raid, but she doesn't want to say it because Simone Sanders says, guys, folks, please stop calling this a raid. Let's just call it a visit. A little tea party, if you will. That's what it was. No one is above the law. So the best response to this narrative that the left is propagating, claiming that no one is above the law, comes from, I don't even know who this guy is, but I saw this on Twitter. His name is Matthew Peterson. He posts, guys, look, no one is above the law, okay? Except the Bidens, the Clintons, millions of illegal immigrants, domestic terrorism groups that we like, sexual abusers we don't prosecute, Crazed shooters we know about beforehand, every government employee who is on our side, Epstein's pals, and all of our informants, operatives, who encourage kidnapping of government officials and riots at the Capitol, anyone who fakes FISA applications we like, candidates who pay for lies that we can use to surveil our domestic opponents, anyone from the intelligence community who blatant lies, blatantly lies to the public, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> I have no idea who this guy is, but that was a brilliant tweet worth a worth 100 retweets. I hope he got, how many retweets did he get on this? Oh, good. It went viral. 23,000 likes, 7,000 retweets. Well-deserved because that's true. If you are Hunter Biden and you have actively betrayed your country by profiting off your father's position of power, by selling access to hostile foreign nations, you're above the law. If you are Hillary Clinton and you mishandled classified information, extremely classified information, actually, and then use bleach bit and a little tiny hammer to whack that phone into smithereens so that the FBI couldn't find out exactly what our enemies are, are now in control of, what information the Chinese now know, thanks to Hillary Clinton's insecure email server, well, you are actually above the law. If you sexually groom children for bodily mutilation, you're above the law. If you're a Democrat who burns down cities across our country in the name of Marxist lies about police-involved shooting of, shootings of black people, yeah, you're above the law. Complete BS from the left when they claim no one is above the law. This isn't even a matter of hypocrisy. It's actually hierarchy because hypocrisy, guys, we, we've talked about this before. Hypocrisy means that 
someone breaks a law knowing that they shouldn't break it, but they think that they won't get caught. Hierarchy is when people like every Democrat under the sun and every elitist who is a leftist think that the rules that apply to us don't apply to them. That they have no obligation to even try to follow the law or pretend to follow the law in hopes that they wouldn't get caught if they violated it. That's that's hierarchy and that is how Pelosi is acting. That's how the entire Democratic Party is acting right now. They have no interest in living in a nation of a, a nation of law and order, a nation where we are governed by the rule of law. They're only interested in using the power of the federal government to target their political opponents. Senator Tim Scott is a Republican, but his response sounded almost exactly like the Democrats are responding to this. Thank goodness, by the way, for American Heart for Gold. If you're like me, you're growing more and more concerned about the future of our country. Inflation is at its highest level in 40 years. Interest rates are skyrocketing. And market experts like Jamie Dimon, who is the CEO of JP Morgan, not only predict the recession that we are suffering, they are using terms like economic hurricane and unprecedented. If you want to protect your future, then I suggest you do what I did. Call the only precious metal dealers that I trust, American Hartford Gold. They can show you how to protect your savings, your retirement accounts, by diversifying your portfolio with physical gold and silver. All it takes to get started is a short phone call, and they'll have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or inside your IRA or 401k, and they make it easy. They are the highest rated firm in the country with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied clients. If you call them right now, they will give you up to $1,500 of free silver on your first order. So don't wait. Call them right now. Call 866-781-7499. That phone number is 866-781-7499. Or you can text Liz to 65532. Senator Tim Scott was asked about the FBI rating Trump at Mar-a-Lago, and his response was almost exactly what all the Democrats are saying. We are divided. Uh, yes. There are wings of our government that are supposed to be nonpartisan, but now seem to be politicized. And one of right. those wings is the FBI. So do you think the FBI, do you still believe and trust in the FBI to do its job, even with a former president, uh, in a nonpartisan way? Or do you believe, as the, as the former president says, that the FBI is executing a witch hunt? Well, we've had the, we've had the FBI before Uh, the Judiciary Committee just in the last two weeks trying to figure out why they do what they do. And there's been lots of questions before this raid about whether or not the FBI is doing their job apolitical. And we don't know the answer to that question yet. This is probably about the FBI. This is going to raise more questions, in my opinion. We need to let this play out and see exactly what happens. But we should all have been stunned and surprised and shocked at what happened yesterday. The real question is, A, what is the Federal, Federal uh, Records Act? And, and B, what are we talking about? It, it, ha- it has to be something of incredible magnitude yeah. for at least my side of the aisle to say that was, that was warranted. With, without that, I think we're going to find ourselves in a very big mess yeah. as it relates to the credibility of the FBI. Well, so you don't have any concern that they're going to find anything at the Mar-a-Lago Well, state? I think we should really, as, as opposed to rushing the judgment, the most important thing that we can do is let it play out. because. I- we should let this play out. Are you naive? 
This is so disappointing to hear from a Republican. It's exactly what we discussed yesterday when I said communists are trying to subvert our nation from within. And if we don't fully recognize and acknowledge, if we don't put a name on the political enemy that we are fighting, then we will not fight well. If we don't fight well, we will not win against this political enemy that we are facing. We should let this play out. What does that even mean? Let this play out? What would happen if we let this play out? Do you want to wait until the perp walk? Until President Trump has actual handcuffs on him? He's being marched out of Mar-a-Lago by the FBI? Do you want to wait until his mugshot goes viral on Twitter? Do you want to wait until he's indicted and charged and convicted of some imaginary crime the left has made up and then tried in a place in the United States where the jury is made up of radical leftists who don't care if he committed a crime, they just hate him because he sends out mean tweets. What are we waiting for? What do we want to play out? Why would we give the FBI even a sliver of a benefit of the doubt? The burden of proof is on the FBI to show us that they are behaving properly that they are enforcing the rule of law and not abusing their power, weaponizing the federal government to target Joe Biden's political opponent. We don't have to sit here and wait for our government to tell us what they're doing. The government has to tell us what they are doing. They work for us, we don't work for them. Andrew Cuomo, of all people, responded to this raid and sounded more like Republicans should than many establishment Republicans actually sounded like. This is what Andrew Cuomo tweeted. DOJ must immediately explain the reason for its raid and it must be more than a search for inconsequential archives or it will be viewed as a political tactic and undermine any future credible investigation and legitimacy of January 6th investigations. Think about that for a second. Andrew Cuomo, who is a creep and a murderer, who through deliberate actions when he was governor of New York, caused the death of thousands and thousands of nursing home residents by issuing a dictate to nursing homes, forcing them to take COVID positive patients When science already had shown us, we already knew that COVID was highly transmissible and much more deadly for elderly people. Elderly people in nursing homes are the most vulnerable population. Did Andrew Cuomo force nursing homes to take COVID positive patients, which caused COVID to spread like wildfire in these nursing homes, which meant that grandmothers and grandfathers in New York were dying like flies on a hot day. Families were barred from being near their families, from visiting, from holding their hands while they died because of Andrew Cuomo. And this creep, you're telling me this creep has a better, more sensible response to the FBI raiding Mar-a-Lago than Republican senators do? Are you kidding me? Andrew Cuomo has actually condemned the FBI raid on Trump before many Republican senators. Has Mitch McConnell made any comment? Has he put out any statement? A tweet, maybe? A question about the legitimacy of this raid? 
nothing. He's not the only one. Look up your senator. Look at their Twitter account. Look at their official Senate website. Look at the press releases that they have issued in the last three days. Put their name into YouTube or Rumble. Put their name into your search engine and see if they've commented. See if they've condemned. See if they recognize the severity of the abuse that the FBI is inflicting on President Trump. Andrew Cuomo, of all people. The most dangerous man in America is Mark Elias. I don't mean that to sound hyperbolic. I truly believe this. If there is one man who is single-handedly responsible for rigging the 2020 election, I'm talking about the electioneering that happened between March of 2020 and November of 2020. The one man most responsible is Mark Elias. Mark Elias is a Democrat attorney. He calls himself, this is so narcissistic, he calls himself a super attorney, a super lawyer. He's the one who built the strategy for how to subvert our elections. He's the one who identified the type of electioneering, the unmanned ballot boxes, round the clock, ballot harvesting, universal mail-in ballots, Signature verification, nah, who needs that? Mark Elias is the one who created the blueprint for how the Democrats could change the rules around the administration of the elections so as to solicit and count more votes than would otherwise be valid votes had the rules remained intact. This was all Mark Elias. Mark Elias comes from Barack Obama's orbit. And Mark Elias on Twitter revealed exactly what the Democrats' strategy is, exactly why the FBI raided Trump at Mar-a-Lago. This is what he tweeted. The media is missing the really, really big reason, Elias writes, why the raid today is a potential blockbuster in American politics. Elias included a screenshot of 18 U.S. Code 2071 called Concealment, Removal, or Mutilation Generally, and this is what it says. Whoever willfully and unlawfully conceals, removes, mutilates, obliterates, or destroys, or attempts to do so, or with intent to do so, takes and carries away any record, proceeding, map, book, paper, document, or other thing, filed or deposited with any clerk or officer of any court of the United States, or in any public office, or with any judicial or public officer of the United States shall be fined under this title, or imprisoned not more than three years, or both. Just wait. Just wait. Next paragraph. Whoever having the custody of any such record, proceeding, map, book, document, paper, or other thing, willfully and unlawfully conceals, removes, mutilates, obliterates, falsifies, or destroys the same, shall be fined under this title or imprisoned not more than three years or both, and shall forfeit his office and be disqualified from holding any office under the United States. Well, look at that. 
shall forfeit his office and be disqualified from holding any office under the United States. For what? Uh, if you improperly remove or conceal, have custody of, maybe mutilate, maybe, maybe falsify classified information. Keep in mind, the president is the ultimate arbiter of classification. A president can literally speak the words and say, this is declassified, and it is. Mark Elias, I don't know why he would reveal this unless he's giving a directive to Democrat operatives and the mainstream media around the country. Maybe he's tweeting this because he wants the mainstream media to start talking about this so that it can be normalized in the eyes of the American people so that when the Democrats move to the next step of saying, actually, we did find, the FBI raid did find in those 15 boxes some classified information that Trump tried to conceal and because he tried to conceal it, we're gonna prosecute him under this statute. And oh, oh, would you look at that? One of the penalties in this statute for committing this crime is not just to fine. It's not just imprisonment. He can't run for president again. What a coincidence. What a humongous coincidence. Mark Elias is giving a directive to the Democratic Party, to leftist activists, and to mainstream media hacks that this is the plan that the FBI is inflicting on President Trump. It's, by the way, very unlikely that this law is even constitutional because it's the constitution that sets the qualifications for being president, which the qualifications for being president are you have to be 35 years old, you have to be a resident and citizen of the United States, a natural born citizen of the United States, and there is no authority, even at the federal level, to impose more standards of qualification or disqualification for that office. In other words, even Congress can't just say, oh, well, here's another thing that we decided we're going to impose on you that says you can't be president if you don't fall under this category. They're not allowed to do that. But what this tweet shows, it shows Mark Elias directing the Democrat party, the Democratic machine, that includes the mainstream media. It also shows that this partisan targeting by the FBI of Mar-a-Lago is of course political targeting. But we already knew that, right? Of course we did. If you haven't, by the way, subscribed to my show already, please go to Apple Podcasts or iTunes, click subscribe. On YouTube, you can find me at Liz Wheeler Show. Just hit the subscribe button over there. Also hit that bell so that you can be notified that we can notify you every time we drop a new video. I greatly appreciate it. The Washington Times, this made me laugh when I read this. The Washington Times talked about what was in those 15 boxes that the FBI took from President Trump. And this is what they write. They write, the inventory of unclassified items in the boxes that were recovered earlier this year from Mar-a-Lago. Let me interrupt this. By the way, the FBI already took 15 boxes from President Trump and because President Trump had been cooperating with them, right? This wasn't something that President Trump was stonewalling the FBI on. Federal investigators had been to Mar-a-Lago. Trump's attorneys had facilitated this meeting. Trump even stopped by to say hi. That, of course, wasn't enough for the FBI. They still had to conduct a raid. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, not a raid. A visit. A nice visit. But of 
the items that the FBI had already removed from Mar-a-Lago. The inventory of unclassified items in the boxes that were recovered earlier this year, Washington Times writes, from Mar-a-Lago is roughly 100 pages long, according to a person familiar with the document. Descriptions of items that were improperly taken to Mar-a-Lago include a cocktail napkin, a phone list, charts, slide decks, letters, memos, maps, talking points, a birthday dinner menu, schedules, and more. This person said, speaking on the condition of anonymity, anonymity to discuss details of the ongoing investigation. <laughs> oh dear God. The threat to national security, a birthday dinner menu, the audacity, the criminality, lock him up. A birthday dinner menu. This was also, the FBI raid was also not conducted by lower level folks. You'll see this narrative, this talking point being propagated that Biden didn't know. Maybe Attorney General Merrick Garland himself didn't know either. Maybe the FBI director was also out of the loop. If you believe that, then unfortunately you might be a dumb person. The FBI raid of Mar-a-Lago, the idea that the FBI raid of Mar-a-Lago was lower level folks is the same way that the IRS targeting conservatives was rogue employees in the Cincinnati office. Get real. There were 20 senators in the United States Senate who are Republicans who voted to confirm Merrick Garland as attorney general, 20. Senator Blunt, Senator Burr, Senator Capito, Senator Cassidy, Collins, Cornyn, Ernst, Graham, Grassley, Inhofe, Johnson, Lankford, McConnell, Moran, Murkowski, Portman, Romney, Rounds, Thune, and Tillis, 20. Each and every one of these senators owes the American people an apology. At least Grassley and Johnson have condemned the FBI raid and specifically condemned Merrick Garland. 20 of our senators, a third of our party, doesn't understand the political enemy that we are fighting. But you know who does? President Trump. I said at the very beginning, President Trump is running for president in 2024. I know he is. I know for a fact that he is. I want to show you how I know. This is how I know. This video was posted on Trump's Truth Social and has gone wicked viral on all social media platforms. It looks like an announcement for a candidacy for president. Does it end with an announcement or is it simply priming the American people, priming the Republican electorate and throwing a warning shot to Democrats. It's really quite something. Typically, I'm not a huge fan of campaign ads. Take a look at this. We are a nation in decline. We are a failing nation. We are a nation that has the highest inflation in over 40 years, where the stock market just finished the worst first half of a year in more than five decades. We are a nation that has the highest energy cost in its history, and we are no longer energy independent or energy dominant, which we were just two short years ago. 
We are a nation that is begging Venezuela and Saudi Arabia for oil. We are a nation that surrendered in Afghanistan, leaving behind dead soldiers, American citizens, and 85 Man, million dollars Man, that still makes me so sad to see that video footage. In the world. We are a nation that allowed Russia to devastate a country, Ukraine, killing hundreds of thousands of people, and it will only get worse. We're a nation that has weaponized its law enforcement against the opposing political party like never before. We've never seen anything like this. We're a nation that no longer has a free and fair press. Fake news is about all you get. We're a nation where free speech is no longer allowed, where crime is rampant like never before, where the economy has been collapsing, where more people died of COVID in 2021 than in 2020. We are a nation that is allowing Iran to build a massive nuclear weapon and China to use the trillions and trillions of dollars it's taken from the United States to build a military to rival our own. We are a nation that over the past two years is no longer respected or listened to all around the world. This is the Trump of 2016. We are a nation that is hostile to liberty and freedom and faith. We are a nation Some people worried that he had become a politician or become embittered. Stopped. This is exactly what won Trump the presidency in 2016. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. But soon we will have greatness again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country. And it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot beat. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield ever, ever, ever. We will never give in. We will never give up. And we will never, ever back down. We will never let you down as long as we are confident and united. The tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a little chance. Because we are Americans, and Americans kneel to God and God alone. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. So I remember in 2016, there were a lot of Democrats and, and some never Trumper Republicans too, who claimed that President Trump's slogan, make America great again, was inherently negative. They said all President Trump did was stir up the grief and the social anxiety in our nation in a way that agitated people's emotions. And then he used that to, or he converted that into votes. And that was how he won because the Democrats said, or the never, never Trumpers said it was effective. This is the, pre I, I think that's totally wrong, by the way. And when I saw this, I thought this is the President Trump of 2016. There's been some recent criticism of Trump that he's become more of a politician or that he's become so bitter that he's no longer having fun doing the politics that he's doing. And when I saw this, I thought to myself, there has been a good conversation that's happened 
among conservatives about who should represent the Republican Party in the 2024 presidential race. There's been a conversation about whether it should be Ted Cruz, whether it should be Ron DeSantis, whether it should be Kristi Noem, whether it should be Donald Trump or anybody else who wanted to throw their hat into the ring. And there are a lot of people who were worried about whether President Trump would be able to galvanize the Republican electorate, unify the conservative movement to win in 2024. And this video shows us the answer to that. This video is very negative, but it's not negative in the depressing way. It's not toying with your emotions. This video is hopeful because it doesn't accept these things that have been done to us by the left, whether it's crime in our cities, whether it's inflation, whether it's losing 13 US service members in Afghanistan, these things that happened to us because the Democrats inflicted it on us, because of deliberate political choices made by the Democrat party, by liberal elitists in the highest parts of the US government, and President Trump doesn't accept that. He doesn't say, well, that's just how it is. That's part of the transition. He says, no, that's not who we are. That's not what America should be. That's not what we want for our children and grandchildren. This is, this is why he won in 2016. This is the exact same message. It is sad that our nation is in this position again, that we suffered this under Barack Obama to the point where this message was something that so many people found relatable. And then we got Biden and it's even worse under Biden. And so the same message resonates with the same people again. People are gonna be so galvanized after the FBI raid on President Trump. The left is going to try to arrest Trump. They're going to try to indict him. They're going to try to convict him. They're going to try to prohibit him from serving as president ever again. They want to see him rot in prison. They're underestimating the American people. The left has no idea the passion that has been stirred in the hearts of patriotic Americans seeing our government weaponized against now a private citizen, a political opponent of the Joe Biden ideology. When I say I know President Trump is going to run, it's because I know President Trump is going to run. I'm surprised he didn't make the announcement officially today. The only thing missing on that video was the end of the five seconds that said, I am going to run for president. I will make America great once again. Maybe that cut those five seconds off. Maybe those five seconds are still coming at the end of the week. What do you think? What do you guys think? When is he gonna announce? Is he gonna drag this out? Is he gonna announce tomorrow? Next week, next month, after the midterms? When is it gonna be? Let me know what you think. Go over on Twitter, go to Locals, Instagram, whatever your favorite, email me if you want. <laughs> whatever your favorite way to communicate, let me know what you think. Thanks for watching, thanks for listening. I'm Liz Wheeler, this is The Liz Wheeler Show.